Join author and former Vibe Editor-in-Chief Danielle Smith and Black Girl Songbook as she celebrates and uplifts the talent of Black women in the music industry. Tune in for in-depth discussions with your favorite songwriters, producers, and artists, as well as anecdotes from Danielle. Plus, you'll hear the songs of Black women who changed the landscape of American music forever. Check out Black Girl Songbook exclusively on Spotify. Previously on Recipe Club. Currently on the wheel, we have barbecue sauce, flatbread, mapo tofu, jello, meatballs, canned tuna, martini, 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 and polenta, <laughs> which is falling off. Rachel, uh, what would you like to add in, in, in the stead of polenta? Uh, well, I want to do polenta again. I'm just kidding. Martini. <laughs> Sounds like martini is going on for a fourth time, meaning this wheel is 40% martini. Uh <laughs> Do you guys think it's gonna we're gonna hit martinis time or not, Rachel? No, we're gonna, gonna land gonna on mapa tofu. I think we're gonna land on Jello, which no, I you don't. You guys are want. doing this wrong. You got to use the secret, man. We got to will it. You got to focus on it. Here we go, martinis. God damn it, martini! Don't fucking let me down. <laughs> it's slowing down. On yes. Also, oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the original martini. It's the original martini. It's not martini two, three, or four. It is martini number oh. one. Oh man, I'm gonna get so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do. It just feels so good to have finally gotten it. So next time we, we talk to Rachel, it's gonna be Martini o'clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of Recipe Club. We are joined with the highest winning percentage recipe club at club host. What is it? What is a what? What is a member of a recipe club called? I don't even know. What's the what is club it? member? Club member? Musketeer. Yeah. Musketeer. Do we have like one of those things like musketeer? We need a, a name. Res, a recipe. Club Ed is sexist. That's not acceptable. Okay. <laughs> we need something else. A recipe. Wedgies. Wedgies. Yeah, we're wedgies. I like it. And uh, if you weren't listening to, I think, my favorite episode we've done, the Polenta episode, a very surreal metaphysical episode, <laughs> we, we, I felt like we landed on Park Place or Boardwalk. And <laughs> we were, we just, that's all we needed to land on. Doesn't mean we win Monopoly, but we just landed on it and we don't know what to do with it. We don't have enough money to put ho hotels or houses, but we we got, our goal is just to land on it. And here we are, we landed on martinis. And you're leaving out the fact that we rigged the board so that Park Place and Boardwalk were 40%. Yeah, basically we pushed out Baltic Avenue and the other <laughs> one next to Baltic Avenue that no one even knows the name of. What is it, Mediterranean? No, that's not Mediterranean. We were we were like the dogs chasing the car, and then we caught the car, and we just have no idea now. Now we just have a, a car. Well, here we are on, on martinis, and I don't know what to do uh, or say, and there's going to be a lot. This is weird. This is um, recipe club meets mixology club, but none of us are good bartenders. So, But I know that we're all good drinkers. That That is for sure. And um, we're breaking new ground here. First alcoholic, you have to be over 21 to participate <laughs> podcast. Well, in the U.S. Correct, correct, correct. We should make a drinking game out of it. We should yeah. say, if you're listening along with this and you are of age, every time we say the word... Martini? What? Martini. <laughs> you got to take a drink. What other rules can we have in here? What, what is something else we're definitely going to say? Every time Dave brings up the microwave... <laughs> Every time Dave says, I didn't follow the recipe, you well, have to finish your drink. Or I can say, I didn't use the microwave because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is the first recipe. This is truly the first time I've never used a microwave in a recipe club. You guys asked for it. You guys got it. <laughs> and, and can I just also add, I'm so happy that Rachel's here because I feel like she's also an originalist in terms of the recipes oh that we use. <laughs> Cannot, I cannot. enter the fray. <laughs> cannot, dude. I cannot. 
She's like a Steve, she's like a Stephen Byer. She's a little bit more centrist, and oh, I appreciate no. that. Oh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no that the one thing is that was not gonna come up this time. There's no room for debate about whether or not the featured ingredient was a big enough part of any of the recipes here because man, everything's pretty straightforward. And here's a weird thing though. If you if you do Google martini recipe you get how many do you how many results do you think you get (sighs) only 1.5 million rachel what do you think oh god um i think more i mean i think clearly clearly i'm wrong i was just trying to to go for one I was just trying to go for one, like, Price is Right. You know, it's, a, it's funny that I have amnesia every time we do these episodes. Like, I don't remember the previous benchmarks. Like, I don't remember how <laughs> You don't many. know what's a lot or what's, yeah. a, what's not. Okay. I don't know what's a lot. There yeah. are, for, for a drink that is supposed to have three, two, maybe three ingredients tops in its original incarnation, there are, if you Google martini recipe, you get 73.6 million results. And we have pulled two pretty similar ones and one pretty different one belonging to Rachel, but let's, let's talk about martinis more generally. How often in your drinking times, do you actually order or make yourself a martini? I probably have made myself a martini once. And that's when I was trying to be like Don, Don Draper. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like a classy thing, right? Tough day at at, at, uh, trying to pitch ads, you know? And I just had to make myself, you know, a, a, a cocktail and it was a martini. It was like one of those, literally, that was it. But I, I don't make cocktails at home. Yeah. I drink cocktails. I'm a drinker, not a maker. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mm-hmm. drink at home? Here's the funniest thing. I don't really drink at all anymore. <gasps> That's not funny. That's it's just, not funny. It's it's true. Just, I mean, it's, I I, I don't. It's, it's, I, I've completely domesticated myself and, and, and like became, basically become a born again Christian, but not Christianity. It's more like, like reading Buddhist texts and stuff, but I, it's not because I don't want to drink. I just, I've I've been drunk so much of my life. <laughs> then where else am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And it's not yeah. like a new feeling. It's like oh, I've been there. Sobriety is your your new drunk drunkenness. But it's not like I don't I don't drink. I just don't have like a desire. I drink more non alcoholic beverages like be- I even drink non-alcoholic beers if I want something not because I want to I just don't even need it anymore and it's not even because I'm smoking pot or eating marijuana I just don't need to drink it that much like the beginning of the pandemic that is not true it was a lot of wine <laughs> I was drinking a lot of Negronis but the smoggy California air has replaced a lot of the the, the alcohol imbibing and I don't I don't it's weird like I have a bottle of wine open Usually if I had, I, if I was cooking or there was a bottle of wine years ago, that would have been consumed immediately or within 12 hours. Now it's vinegar. You know, like I just don't <laughs> drink as much as I used to. It's not like I have a lot of alcohol though. People always give me alcohol. There's a ton of alcohol. I just don't drink. What do you guys, do you guys drink every day? Chris? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Unless I've made like a, spe- I mean, during the last year. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. And Unless I've made a specific point not to drink one day. What about you, Rachel? Well, I, so I, during the pandemic, you know, like Dave said, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I just need to have some wine, like maybe right now, all the time. Um, And then very quickly, (laughs) I wanted to get more work done. And so I instated this rule that I've now been following for pretty much this whole year is that I just drink during the weekends, like Friday through Saturday, essentially Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday, but basically like weekend drinking. And that's mostly because I just wanted like some structure to my week. Like it was so groundhog day and just like every day was the same exact day. And I just wanted to have like some distinction, like get to Friday and just be like, ah, I can have a glass of wine or whatever. And just have those benchmarks. So that was like, so that's, that's what I've been doing personally. But in terms of martinis, you know, I drink um, mostly, I, I think like mostly like wine and beer at home and I rarely make cocktails, but martinis are the one cocktail that I do make actually. Oh, wow. Because I, I would I feel, never have guessed. 
Yang, would you have ever guessed? No, that's it. That's crazy. That's to a, me. a real surprise. The one cocktail you make at home? No, because not like in a in like an you know I don't serve it to myself like up. I don't like <laughs> do the whole martini thing. It's more that martinis are like this kind of. It's like having a pantry recipe, right? Like martinis, mm-hmm. you can always just have that stuff on hand. Like I always have gin and I always have vermouth and I just do it like in a glass with ice and usually I have olives or like have a lemon peel or something. And so that's like really easy. I also really love like how efficient they are at just like getting you drunk. <laughs> so often if <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm really lazy, I'm I'm not going to make a real cocktail. I'm just going to make a martini. Yang, if I... This is like Bachelor or like the dating game. And I couldn't see Rachel. And like, oh, we find out she went to school in New England. I'd be like, she's a she's a wasp from New England and she eats canned sardines on Trisket. And she drinks <laughs> martinis every night. That, I would never have guessed that you are the doyen of literature, Rachel Krung. I would never have guessed that. I would never have guessed that you are a martini drinker. Well, yeah, come on. You, okay, so this is important though, because why? What do you associate with? What is a martini drinker to you, Chang? Oh, it's a it's a waspy, waspy East Coast. It is the alternative to, you know, the summer drink is the gin and tonic and like a and like a you know now I guess it's like Negroni type of things. But the martini is like the OG classic. Let's get fucking shit faced, but look sophisticated <laughs> by while doing. Let's it. look sophisticated, shit faced. What would you have guessed her drink was before oh, this? No, this is going to be so hurtful. No, honestly, I think Rachel is a wine, clearly beer sometimes, but I would have guessed like a Manhattan Sazerac kind of person. Hmm. I, like I was going to say old fashioned and a, a summertime margarita lady. I like all of those things, honestly, you guys. It's the thing is the martinis, making them at home. It's really just that it's so easy. Like there's barely like yes. it's basically yeah. just alcohol. Yes. Hold on, guys. We completely glossed over something important here, which is we've been talking about our drinking habits and whether or not we drink every day. We have forgotten to inform everybody that we are all we should all have a drink in hand at this very moment. Right. I'm drinking, I'm drinking my John DeBerry. So so Kampai, cheers, guys. I mean, cheers. this is our first drinking episode of the show we've been looking hey. forward to yeah, <laughs> is full on we finally got to here. us now we finally got here and and uh it's been a long road we had to make a lot of you know gritty Solid sandy food. sandy <laughs> lemony polenta things to get here but I feel, again i feel it's worth it can we actually have a little bit of fun here can we we just sort of typecast Rachel stereotyped her as the kind of drinker? Sure, sure, sure. We guys should do it for each of us. It's only oh, fair. It's only yes. fair. It's only yeah. fair. It's only Chris fair. Ying. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna finish. Start with Chris. Finish, finish, finish with you. We didn't give anything to add to okay, what you think so Rachel is. I think I think because I I mean Rachel, literary doyen lives in the mission. Very cool person. I was gonna say uh, that old fashioned was the was the drink mm. that I thought it was gonna be a bourbon. What kind of beer does she drink when she drinks a beer? What, you know, is it is it a Modelo? She drinks. <laughs> I th- I think she drinks not no idea. Anchor Steam. She's an Anchor Steam. No, I don't. Do you think she's an Anchor Steam person? I think Sierra she Nevada. Is, no, I think that in your house right now, the beer you have in your fridge is. What do you do? You have a Sapporo in your fridge right now. What's in your mm. fridge right now? I do have an anchor in my fridge right now. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oof. Oh man! Okay. Your okay. wine of choice uh, is a Chardonnay. Oh no, Dave! No, that's she's... mine. That's mine. I was projecting. You're, you're <laughs> California. She's California. Red. Yeah, uh, I do think maybe she's drinking some kind of local Sonoma stuff. Local as in from her local 7-Eleven Yellowtail? <laughs> some Yellowtail? No. I bet you there's a... I've, I've, I've known Rachel to uh, put down a couple of Yellowtails. Is she culty? Is she like drinking like 1995 Schaefer? Double Magnum? No. So the thing is, she and her, she and her husband spent a significant amount of time up in the Russian River Valley... And I feel like something representative there. Are you okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna peg you as a kind of like Matthiasin type uh, uh, drinker. Yes I or think, no? Yeah, Chris. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Chris would know better than me. Chris is 100. We let's go on to Chris, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yang? Chris, basically, I just think of a sake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's just why every day at 5.30, sake bomb. <laughs> Solo sake bomb. I think Yang is actually more of a gin and tonic kind of person, and he definitely is a Japanese beer, Asian beer kind of person as well. Anything light across the board. Occasionally, if there's peer pressure and he has to look cool and he doesn't want to be embarrassed, he'll drink like, you know, an IPA. But at home, it's it's crappy light beer. And um, And a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is insane. This is like watching this is like watching Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock just fucking <laughs> unravel my whole life. This and is on insane. the wine, it, it is bifurcated, right? Because Oh god, he, he knows. He, oh my he god. Has he has a lot that. of connections and he has to again not look like an idiot when Onophiles come by or he talks to Onophile. So he has cultish california sure, yeah yeah for sure and <laughs> then fuckers. in his closet or in his refrigerator is you know trader joe's like some cans something some cans cans of wine boxes cans of wine, of wine sparkling <laughs> wine yeah box wine you know something that's in the yellowtail like world yeah, you, where, uh, are we, uh, where are we at gin and tonic yes light on the tonic oh my god seriously it was like watching Sherlock piece together my life. Uh, Japanese beer in the fridge. Definitely a bunch of bullshit IPAs that are there for when friends are there. They just want to drink that stuff. I'll I'll come drink it. And wine. Yeah. Lots of lots of street cred, natural wine in our our stuff. And um, I don't we don't actually we actually don't have like yellowtail and and whatnot in our fridge. But uh, I would love to. Yeah, I got man. I'm, you got me pegged. Sake bombs. You got me pegged. Sake. What about, what about me? Do me. Bomb. Do me. Do me. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I think that Dave oh, Chang mine. has a lot of spirits in his home. I think he's yeah. got very nice bourbons from his yeah. many years of exploring bourbons. I think he's got all the stuff that bourbon nerds would like freak out that he has. I think he doesn't drink that anymore really i think he if he's gonna drink a i think he's a clear spirit guy if he's gonna drink something actually gin also dave's dave's beer tastes are well known <laughs> There's no, i have no i have i have modelo and and i have athletic brew so yeah. those are my beers so he's right got now. a non-alcoholic and he's got a, a, a as close to it as possible and my wine is basically the same as yours except that i i like my wine with sulfites <laughs> and, and not with sand it. sulfite. Uh, but the other thing that you 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 alluded to it about me, but the thing about it is like everybody really it's snooty, but I know all three of us really like nice wine. Yeah. Like given the I might be the worst of the worst though, because I only like I'll drink a lot if the <laughs> like wine that. is best in class, and then I'll really go 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 in there. Really go in there. Like the most obnoxious. I'm the worst of most obnoxious wine drinker. You know, the, <laughs> right. the, the best of the white burgundy world. I'm like, I'm there. Let's go. And that's about it. On the and other Malbec. hand, I was going to say, Dave, I mean, this is a little bit typecasting, but I was going to say like a soju yogurt Yakut drink <laughs> cocktail. Mm. And mm. also, you know, I think of like, maybe you're like knocking back some Buzz balls and four loco. <laughs> He's ah, not ah, ah. I never, I never did buzz balls or four loco, but I do drink energy <laughs> drinks. I do drink energy drinks, and um, I drink, used to drink vodka sodas and uh, Red Bull sodas back in the day, just because you know I had to stay awake to drink more. But I, I, I don't really drink that much. But I was excited to do this. This was one of the most exciting things I've ever been part of in a long time. <laughs> and I'm so glad the, the gods let us land on, by chance, by fear, sheer chance, on Martini. It's yeah. amazing. I always think of myself as like a little bit unlucky because I was just, I was born an Asian person. And that's like the pretty high odds. So I just think like kind of as a default, like I just am not gonna... <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Is the thing that you're saying right now, Rachel, that you were lucky (laughs) because you were born Asian, which was a high probability. Therefore, other high probability things in your life you don't get, like, don't happen. Yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) 
That's why I'm saying that we had to get to 40% in order to right, successfully right. land on martinis. So I'm not uh, saying, I'm just saying, let's be realistic. We're not, we're not lucky people. <laughs> yes, I, right. I see that. I will add the one thing you, Nate, Rachel, you did nail it. I do, you know, the one alcohol I do drink quite a bit because it pairs really well with pork belly, which we eat a lot in this house is makuli. And we mm. drink that old school style out of bowls, wooden bowls. Mm. And that's Damn. the fucking best. I would but have, outside I would of that, I haven't made a martini in a long time, but I, I like to drink martinis. I'm yeah. really good at them. All right. Last question before we get into the actual recipes we picked. If you're at a restaurant, and this is, this is the, the overall point I think all three of us share, is like we don't really make cocktails, but I really love drinking cocktails at restaurants when somebody who knows how, what the fuck they're doing is making them. What is your martini order? It's changed over the years. Yeah, mine too. I want to hear how yours has changed. I think for a lot of people, their intro is the dirty martini because you're not eat, tasting Because <laughs> you don't want to alcohol. taste it. You're yeah. tasting fucking salty olive and olive juice. <laughs> yep. And then, you know what happens? You grow up. And that's yep. what happened. I haven't had a dirty martini in a long time. For me, I overcorrect and say, like, I want to be cool, so give me a dry martini because it's like a tough, tough guy martini. I, I was upset that the Vesper got a resurgence because of James Bond, because that's basically my martini without it being shaken, not stirred or whatever, just normal. And I hate the martini glass. I loathe it with mm. a white hot heat. I hate it so much. <laughs> Me too. And every time I order a martini at a bar, I always tell them, put it in a tumbler, put it in a highball. I don't care. I don't want anyone to know that I'm drinking a martini ever. And whenever a bartender forgets to do that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> and, and you're it's so busy. In a regular glass right now. Yeah. That's what you have. Yeah. Because yeah. like you inevitably you're like, oh man, I don't want to be a jerk and tell him to pour it into something else. You got to walk around with a martini glass. I don't like walking around with a martini glass ever. It is unwieldy and one of the most ridiculous looking things in the world to me. Can we agree that that should be eradicated? <laughs> I mean, I, so I, dis I disagree. I also don't like the glass, but I like it when it's in my hand, I guess. You know, I think a martini is 100% just about the vibes. And like, <laughs> you don't get the vibe if it's just in a glass, right? You have to have like the... I get the vibes in my stomach. You get the, <laughs> <or> yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, I just feel like it, the vibes come with the glass. For me, I always order... A martini with an olive because that that's like again like very vibey. I guess I normally get like a Tanqueray martini with an mm. olive, and I think I get um, I don't know why this is in my head, but I get like a if I get a Tanqueray martini, I get it with olives. If I get a like a Bombay Sapphire martini, I get it with a lemon twist, and I think it's mm. like the color of the <laughs> the, I, the bottles. I'm giving you a golf clap because <laughs> I, I think that's. Not sophisticated isn't the correct word. I just think it's it's right. You, you just nailed it. It just feels right. I don't know yeah. why, but it just feels right. So I normally do an olive because I just think, I just like olives. And I think, I love lemons. I use a lot of lemons and like eat a lot, a lot of lemons. But I just think, again, like olives are that like vibey martini thing that mm. you want. Um, and I, I don't say extra dry. I just say like, give me a martini. But I think... <laughs> Um, you know, I always want like a salty snack with my martini, like potato chips or peanuts or something. And I want it like ideally at like a very dimly lit bar and house of prime rib house of, or the mm. house of prime rib where they mm. give you like an extra shaker of alcohol yeah. and then you can refill your, <laughs> so you can your... drink it a, a little extra water with your <laughs> martini. That sounds like an amazing dreamy dinner. Uh, I love it's it. Unreal. Just the unreal. Best thing. Well, I will tell you another thing I like with martinis I want to smoke cigarettes. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Just like it's, a, it, but it's like exactly what you said though. It's a vibe thing. Like no, it's, it's not about vibe. It's, vibe it thing. tastes awesome and it feels good. First one's yours. <laughs> What's your your order? Uh, I, I've I, mine is a. What do I? What do I usually order? I, I actually always ask like, "What gins do you have?" And then I have no fucking idea what well, anything you're saying is. What gins do you what have? Gins? What, what, what gins do you have, good sir? <laughs> and he holds his pinky out. Here's the here's the here's the only standing weirdo rule I have is like I think that if I'm at House of Prime Rib, ordering, sitting in a in a plush leather banquet, and I'm ordering my martini to like get a little faded before the meat comes, yeah. I for some reason cannot cannot not order a beef eater. 
martini oh. before I start eating my my. What a great rib. name! I love that name. Is so that a good. lemon or an olive situation? Uh, for me, it's always a, a lemon situation. I, I think I'm a I'm a twist man these days. Yeah. Um, although, if you guys watch the watch the Queen's Gambit, they drink the what is it Gibson's Gibson. with the with the onion. Yeah, Gibson I've is actually never had. so so underrated. Yeah, but you have to get the onion. Yeah, but yeah, not only it only works with the onion, and you have to. I feel the Gibson to me, having drunk in a lot of these things, has to be done with the buccaneer toothpick sword (laughs) with the little yeah handle. I think so too, man. You guys know what I'm talking about? Can't be with the toothpick. It has to be with the buccaneer toothpick sword. Yeah, and then it's a real Gibson. Yeah, the sword, and then also just like a little splash of like onion juice. Mm, Gibson is so tasty. Uh, so we're, we've all brought, actually, it, it just so happens that each of the three of us is drinking the martini that we brought to the table here. And uh, we've been talking for a while. I've not introduced the actual Can, recipes. Hold on. Before, there's a lot to talk about this. Hold on. <laughs> I, I think I, 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 I didn't want to drink gin when I was a younger drinker. Now that mm-hmm. I'm a seasoned, grizzled old veteran, mm-hmm. I don't like uh, uh, vodka martinis. I want gin. And what I really appreciate about martinis is this is like a real sign of borderline alcoholism. Like, you're like, <laughs> whoa, you're making a drink with alcohol and alcohol? Yeah, nothing but alcohol. Nothing but alcohol? That is just <laughs> awesome and potent. So I've talked about it before. I was in this membership small club with three other people called the Three Martini Club. And you have to drink three martinis, amongst other things, while you're eating a nice dinner. And you get pretty mm-hmm. fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. One martini, you get... Pretty sauced. Would you guys agree? That's why uh, the Asian right part now. of me is like, this is such a good deal. Like, if you're at a bar, <laughs> get a martini because, like, you can save same a lot price, of money. no filler. <laughs> yeah, they charge you pretty much the same, especially if you're like in a normal bar. Martinis yeah. all booze. It's like a Manhattan or like a Long Island iced tea, all booze. Yeah, big, big, big thumbs up. So I'm a big fan of martinis, and um, I've gone from the olive into just as pure as gin and, and and lemon. But I will say sometimes I'll ask for a side of olives with my lemon twist of a, of a gin mm-hmm. martini. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. Uh, I like, a, I don't even know what dry is really. I say go overboard on the vermouth. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys this. Rachel was bringing up some of the brands of liquor that she drinks. Do you guys feel that your concept of like what a good vodka or good gin is is still attached to whatever happened in college. Like in college, people are like, oh we got a gosh. bottle of Grey Goose. Grey Goose, man, is the best. And so for my entire life, I've been like, I think Grey Goose is the best vodka in the world because It's my like college- credit cards. You get marketed young and you're like, that's what it is. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. Oh, it's exactly what so it is. that's so interesting. Mine you, is just like, if it doesn't come in plastic, seems <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> if they don't make it in a two liter size, it's good. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, I'm pretty into Kirkland signature these days, just like any Kirkland signature <laughs> oh liquor. Yeah. And just a good. straw. Just yeah. a straw. I mean, can I just add one more thing? You brought it up, Chris, and I think it's really important. It's super crucial. The moment when you order a martini is a pressure filled, oh very God. pressure filled scenario. Hmm. And I dislike it intensely. Oh my God, you're absolutely right. When you are either at the bar or at the table, right? And you've brought over the cocktail. And if you're drinking a martini, it's like everyone's drinking cocktails. That's one of those things like, well, guess we're tying one on type of thing, you know? But not everyone's drinking a martini. It's usually one out of four people is drinking a martini. Almost never do I see all four people drinking martinis because it's like a fucking hammer to the head. (laughs) Inevitably, you get the spotlight. Like you, you have to order for the whole table because the bartender or server says, what would you like? Yes. Right. And if you say vodka martini with some food snobs, they're going to be like, what? Yeah. You know, or an onophile or whatever, bar- mixologist person. That's that's a whole nother choice. So just disregard vodka martinis, which I think are totally fine, but I don't prefer them. The gin question is crucial because there's so many bespoke boutique fucking artisanal gins that I don't even know that are not named by or created by Ryan Reynolds. He's so handsome. (laughs) It's like, you could be so wrong. You could literally let your whole table and the server know that like, I'm a Philistine. I know nothing. This is what Mm. I'm, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Cause I'm like, if I say beef eater, is that cool or no? Uh, Bombay Sapphire, is that cool? Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent. It's a pressure filled moment. 
But Rachel's just like, Kirkland, Kirkland on the rocks. Kirkland so on the rocks, that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Kirkland on the rocks, Bombay, Tangeray, that's usually your safest choice. But there's always like three or four, like, they're like, you're in the know if yeah. you order these gins. And I'm just telling you, I don't give a fucking shit. Is you going to give me my gin? I was going to ask, actually, would you order a martini at a dive bar? I, I, no, I've, I'll order a gin rummy on the nothing. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but, but, but have you ordered a martini at the dive bar? Well, I always think like, yeah, martini is more for something more in the middle. Like you, like dive bar is, I would just get like a vodka tonic or something because mm. it's pretty harmless. But like, yeah, you need some quality of gin. It can't be like the worst shit ever. Right. I, I would say at a dive bar, actually. Because you can, you know, it's all alcohol. You can get a martini, but it's got to be a dirty martini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you my rule of thumb for martini ordering. I will order a martini at a Hillstones or Houston's restaurant on a. <laughs> like at, at the In airport. Of, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like that no, no, kind no. of caliber restaurant. It's got to be like mid to upper, like upper mm-hmm. middle fine dining, dining type of thing. And yeah. I think that's a classist type of thing. I don't fucking know, but that's usually when I do. But. I think the the other thing is what kind of martini you order tells you a lot. That's a really pressure-filled thing. For example, if we were out drinking, the three of us, and we're having dinner, and I ordered a lychee martini, (laughs) I think you guys would make fun of me. I think you guys would all make fun of me. And I just want to tell you guys, for those that know me, I don't care. I drink fruity, light cocktails if I drink. I don't care anymore. You know what I want to drink? Something that tastes nice and sweet and whatever. I don't care. I don't order a lychee martini on the night out, like I've done it. I don't care. Anything that's a fruity martini, I've had them all. Another thing that's great about martinis, whether you don't realize it or not, a lot of them are batched. They batch incredibly well. So you can make a big, big mm. core container of martinis and just, you know, feel good about yourself. That, I think, at long last brings us to the actual cocktails we have because... <laughs> Rachel Kong, what did you uh, what did you bring up for discussion here? Oh, um, what, how, 30 million minutes into this, this is Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things that you want to <laughs> eat, and we each brought a recipe for a martini that we're going to debate and discuss politely and argue over the best uh, way to make a martini. Now, Rachel, <laughs> lychee martini? So, uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to call it lychee just because tomato, tomato. And I brought this because I guess I thought we were doing fun martinis. And (laughs) I just have like a real, you know, I kind of thought like if we all brought just a martini, like a regular martini, it would be very boring. And I was the, the first person to submit a recipe. So I thought I'd bring a lychee martini, um, as like this fun recipe, I wanted an excuse to buy canned lychees, which I actually have a real spot, like soft spot for because um, Same. I I just have this nostalgia about them. They're so sweet. And like as a dessert, basically growing up, um, my parents would buy like canned lychees or longans and we would have like the can of them with like a few ice cubes for dessert. And that's probably like responsible for some psychological damage that I have. And I, that's why I don't have more real desserts. But I think like I always I just love them. They're kind of weird and like smooth and like a little bit testicular. But they're just really, <laughs> you know, they're just I just think they're really good. And they taste pretty like I think close to the actual fruit. You know, and uh-huh. so I've yeah. actually had lychee martinis with uh, Chris Ying at, at Hakkasan, I think <laughs> we've shared lychee martinis. Hakkasan in Las Vegas? <laughs> in, in San Francisco, in San Francisco. Uh, I was going to say, Rachel, I looked up, you know, the magic of Google photos. You can Google whatever search term. And I was like, what the fuck was the last time I had a lychee, lychee martini? And I'm looking at a picture right now from July 24th, 2014 of you and me at Hakkasan in San Francisco. <laughs> A big old lychee martini with a purple flower floating in it. And that was the last time I had a lychee martini. But, you know, I I don't ever order them. I definitely believe that a martini has gin in it. But I thought, like, this would be fun. I love canned lychees. 
and and it has vodka, it has canned lychees, it has um, I think like Cointreau and lemon juice, and involves a blender. It's definitely the most strenuous recipe we had to make. At the same time, we just had to make three like drink recipes, you guys. So it wasn't that big of a deal to like bust out the blender <laughs> for one recipe, and. I think it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I didn't. I forgot to buy. I can never pronounce it correctly. Cointro. Cointro. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't have that, but I also knew that I don't know if that was necessary in this martini because lychee, lychee is one of my favorite fruits as well. And I feel you. Uh, I didn't grow up eating them, but it's something that when I first had later, I was like, "This is amazing." Testicular or not, like I like these balls <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> I like them a lot. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I also say that canned lychees are so good. Bad quality, good quality, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. In some ways, I prefer them than fresh because the main reason is this. Not that it's less delicious, more delicious. I don't have to peel them. I hate peeling mm-hmm. them because sometimes you get the, the squirt in your face and I hate that. I don't like you feel alive. Just get squirted in the eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 long as well. I'm not. I'm not. No. I don't care. They're both all good. But I've 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 cooked with them clearly a lot. I think it's got an amazing flavor. And the best way I describe that genre of fruit, the 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 lychee lychee world, the universe. It's like another universe another dimension kind of fruit like uh it's an avatar that's the type Mm. of shit like if you look at that stuff the the it's amazing you know like the mangosteen that whole universe of fruit is one of my favorites it they all have the testicular (laughs) feel (laughs) but as i said i if that's what i have to go through to eat something delicious then fine i'm okay with that and i didn't use the orange liqueur because i forgot to buy it I didn't make a simple syrup either. I I don't think you need to. I use some agave. Mm -hmm. There's so much syrup that's sweet. That's another thing. The syrup in a can at lychee is so good that I don't know why you had to make simple syrup. The recipe Mm -hmm. to me should have just been like, just use the syrup from the can and you'll be good. In my opinion, you're going to just avoid altogether the pureeing of the, the lychee, which I did regardless, but... I haven't made it with the Cointro, but the flavor of lychee is so pronounced and so strong that I bet you can't even taste it. Am that's I wrong? Where, uh, no, that's that. I think that you can taste. You don't get really orange notes or anything, Rachel. I actually think the the Cointro is not necessary. But I, I I agree with what you're saying, Dave. I think that um, if you just shook up vodka, the syrup from the lychee can, mm-hmm. and you know wh- whatever, uh, there's like a little bit of lemon in here. And then, like, garnish with a lychee, which is actually what the picture looks like here. It's a clear martini with a lychee floating in it. I think that would be super delicious. This recipe, uh, the the end result, you know, it's you make a lychee puree with with syrup, simple syrup or whatever, and then you 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 press it through a fine mesh strainer and you mix it with the, with the vodka and you get a kind of like mother of pearl colored martini. I think the recipe itself is bananas <laughs> because like <laughs> it is. It says serves two. This recipe serves two, and it's a full fucking can of lychees, half a cup of simple syrup, six ounces of vodka, and like an ounce and a half of Cointreau. I halved it. I followed it the first time. I followed it exactly and halved it, and I had like a fucking pint glass of martini to drink, and I was like, how is this one person serving? But maybe I'm wrong because like I'm looking at the reviews because this was on Epicurious. And like every single person is like, this is the greatest thing that's ever touched. Yeah, my Chris, lips. I disagree because it did serve two. I've got one right now. I'm I'm a little, I'm a little tipsy. Rachel's a little tipsy. I can tell. Can I also say I didn't follow the recipe exactly because I saw the pr- pr- the the proportion of the ratio. I was like, that's insane. Yet I still made a giant one regardless last night. And here's why I like this recipe so much. Having never made one at home. Instead of olives, instead of the lemon twist, I had a side of the canned lychee and I drank it as an accompaniment to my lychee martini. (laughs) And I I, I don't know if sophisticated felt like the right word. I just felt like I was doing something right. 
Like <laughs> I'm doing something right. Not even I deserve that. I'm like this. Feel, this is right. This is appropriate. And this I don't give nature. a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It was like I was listening to a Taylor Swift song. And I don't wait, give wait, a fuck. I need. I need clarification. <laughs> you had your lychee martini, and then you were drinking the lychee syrup on the side. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? I had a side of the lychees, canned lychees. Oh, just eating it, wonderful. Popping those eating balls them. into his yeah. mouth. This yeah. is the thing that I. So the picture Swirling on the them website. My mouth. <laughs> Chimney cricket. The picture on the website here has a little floating lychee, and I will say the one, the main thing missing from this for me was a fucking lychee that I could like yeah. swirl in my mouth. It didn't like, float. And, and eat. You need a yeah. sword, maybe. You need one of those plastic swords because mine didn't float. I tried to balance mine, like kind of on the lip of my glass. Come on, guys, you're, I... at home. you're at home, man. Stop with this Instagram shit. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you just had extra lychees. I pureed my whole can of lychees. You had extra ones. I made ones? one. I made one. Grace isn't oh. drinking. I needed one, so I had half, <laughs> and I had enough. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to make one giant martini. That's what I had. I like that there were little shards of ice in it. Felt like I was drinking an adult slushy it felt like the bottom of like a like a kakigori or something like that that was just boozy i do think that you can make this with soju or or sake mm, or something yeah. like that like a sake chini oh my god oh my and uh, it'd be totally good <laughs> um but i recommend reserving the liquid not i don't think you have to make the simple syrup i think you can do it with yeah. the, the 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 canned syrup and i do recommend you don't have to let it float just have on the side and just like eat it like it's a snack while you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. It'll accentuate. It's a good pairing. I'm a big advocate of this. I thought it was going to be too fruity, but I reminded myself, I like this fruity shit. So I'm a big <laughs> fan. Yeah. I think the revised version of this recipe where you just shake the syrup with the alcohol mm-hmm. and then drop a lychee in there. Delightful. You don't have to puree it. I do not think you have to do puree not, don't, it. I, I actually say don't puree it. Like, that's a mistake. I think it's, it's a you No, know, you can mistake. to do it properly, and that's totally fine. But if I'm probably, if I start drinking again, and if I do this, right, I would just make the martini with the simple syrup, I mean, with the lychee syrup, and I would reserve the side of the side of lychees and just eat that and drink like it's a, like a meal. <laughs> like it's a meal. Well, I'm, pure, uh, I, I'm pro pureeing, but I also see the value in doing straight definitely up don't syrup. Throw, definitely don't throw the syrup away that it comes because they no. like, that's what this thing says. Like Just drain the it. lychees. Definitely. As a refreshing tonic. <laughs> I think Rachel's, Rachel's, uh, um, she's really drunk. I think she's drunk. <laughs> I mean, I had a, a half serving of this full recipe that Chris said was too much for him. <laughs> I, I mean, it was too much for me. And uh, I, by the way, it should be said, I did my homework. I usually don't cram recipe club. I usually make my recipes over the course of the weeks in between, but I texted Rachel last night and I texted Chang at nine 30 and I was like, well, I'm making my first martini now. And, uh, I'm not going to lie, dude, I'm pretty rough around the edges today. And this is the first I made time all, I felt I good made today. all three martinis in 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Just now? No, last night I crushed, <laughs> absolutely drank your lychee martini in two drinks, two sips. <laughs> And boop, and done. Wow. It was awesome. Um, Remember that when you're voting. <laughs> God, I really want to make another martini right now. Um, Go, do it. We don't need you. Rachel and I can talk. We're going to talk about Chris's recipe while he's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 now, I to, now I have to stick around and defend myself. Dave, <laughs> do you want to go next? Do you want yeah, me to go Yeah, I'll next? go. I wanted to take um, a recipe from a great book from John DeBerry, uh, one of the great, great mixologist bartenders out there. Drink what you want. John DeBerry used to work at Momofuku for many years. I love him very dearly. Uh, amazing human being. And uh, he has a great non-alcoholic beverage drink called Proteo. Proteo, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but you should check it out. It's great as temperance is more of a thing than ever before. I love his philosophy on drinking on anything that he's ever made me. I've always loved. And if I had to ask anybody for a drink or an idea, I'm always going to ask John. And I was pleasantly surprised and not surprised in his book. His martini recipe is as pretty classic as it comes. And it's two ounces of gin, an ounce of vermouth. And I'm not a vermouth snob. And um, a lot of people can be, I'm like, whatever. And uh, a couple dashes of orange bitters, which I think anyone should have because it's always good to have and it's delicious. And uh, shaken and a twist of lemon. 
And that was all. It was so good. I will tell you one problem of having a kimchi in my fridge is all my ice cubes taste like kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a that was a one problem. But I have made a really good clarified kimchi juice martini before. Oh, that that's sounds a, so a, good. That's more of a, on the Gibson mm. end. Yeah. Um, so that's what I thought maybe I could have done and should have done, but I didn't. So I, I quickly just sort of chilled mine down, took the ice cubes out, and that's what I'm having right now. And this is more or less the kind of martini I like to drink. Not a surprise that John DeBerry's book already has a recipe for the martini that I like to drink. And I would prefer to drink this in a glass like this, not a martini glass. That's it. It's pretty simple. Yeah, and it should be noted that John DeBerry will be joining us on an upcoming episode of Recipe Club as a, as a special guest, not making cocktails, but uh, we'll, we'll hear from John soon. Man, Man I, drinking the, during the day is awesome. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. I, I honestly, I, I'm on an anti-stomach. I've had one martini, and I feel alive. I had I actually never I had never seen John's book before, Dave, and and I was reading through for this recipe, and like I I just love the way he talks about these drinks you know i mean the recipe itself is is very classic like you said it's it's gin vermouth and orange it's bitters. no bullshit it, it is class if you want to know what a martini is this is what a martini tastes not like chris yings oh, <laughs> well he says sick burn <laughs> he says people love to ask for their martinis dry and i suspect this is the case for two reasons one, because in this context, dry means the opposite of sweet. People love to think they don't like sweet things, even though they actually do. And two, because people wrongly believe the deeply harmful myth that vermouth is somehow gross. Vermouth is fucking delicious. Like, I just mm. love the way he's just like cuts straight to the fucking point, which is exactly why I order martinis dry, because I pretending that I don't like sweet things. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. And I'm also like, listen, I I had not made. I, I, I think that it's a very classic martini. Chris made the basically Chris's recipe. It's basically the same one on ice. <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. The one thing I would say is very, it was very important to me uh, in making a recipe, making a martini like John's. If you're going to pour, if you're going to mix it in a, a mixer and then pour it into a glass, I think martinis have to be ice, ice, ice cold. Mm-hmm. And I actually do think that having a cold glass makes it much, much better. That is the one thing, too, that makes a little sense for the martini glass, all right? And you have to also think, there's a whole, this this protocol about martini drinking. It's not supposed to be something that you drink in five minutes. This is something you you are sipping. You try, I mean, I think the some responsible, people. So, some people, <laughs> you're trying to sip to like 45, 30 minutes. That's sip? like you're trying to hold on to this, right? Slow little sips. Like a champagne flute or wine glass, you're not supposed to hold it by the the the, the, the bowls, bowlish shape. So that's why it's supposed to keep your hand as far away from the, 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 the liquor as possible so you don't sort of heat it up. But I don't have that problem. And it doesn't, for me, always have to be that cold because I drink them so fast. <laughs> So I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's super cold or not because it's it's going to be gone in two minutes. Yeah. Rachel, you have that same problem, right? Yeah. I also drink very... I mean, I eat really fast and I drink pretty fast. Um, That's why we call, you Tokyo, we call you Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why I got that nickname. <laughs> that, and your street, that and your street driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I thought this recipe was great. I actually did it with my own homemade bitters, orange bitters, Dave. How did you do that? I just got into this like kind of dark phase during quarantine where I was like making, (laughs) I made my own bitters. I made my own like tonic syrup. What? How do you make bitters? I don't even know. I have no idea how you You do such a thing. You just like steep some like roots and stuff with (laughs) vodka or like a really high proof liquor, you know, and then you... You shake it every so often. You add some orange peels and stuff. Chris is just, just any old roots, freaking just out. Some roots. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, like I just, it was like a really dark period. I just felt like, you know, what, what is life all about? But making my own bitters. So I made some bitters. They were delicious in this in this cocktail. I love an expressed peel. You know, just like taking that peel and running it against the the rim of the glass. It just made mm. all the difference, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, I was a big fan of of Dave's recipe. I don't know that it, like, do you feel like this is classic? Like, the orange bitters, 
aren't really classic. No, it's right? not classic. Like that's, uh, not that's classic, kind of an but I, it, yeah, it tastes classic to me. It's like a reverse engineering. I like the way it tastes. It accentuates that sort of bitter citrus element that I think you need to sort of tie yeah. in the sweetness of the vermouth and the booze, the gin flavor. And that's the beautiful thing about a martini is you, I never taste the gin ever. It's a weird combination <laughs> of alchemy for me. Is I don't taste gin, I taste perfection. Mm-hmm. I do think <laughs> it like brought balance. out the like sometimes martinis are just whatever, and and I thought this recipe was like it was just really nice to like really taste that lemon and like taste the citrus. It it felt like it rounded out the flavors. Okay, my recipe uh, is. Chris I, is a little my, drunk too. Chris is a little drunk. I can see it in his eyes. Um, I'm, I'm, Pupils I'm, are dilated. Dave, you're I'm, obviously drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Dave's tell. That's Dave's drunk tell. Is when he when he starts telling everybody else they're yeah. drunk is his, his drunk tell. I, Dave's um, like I've eaten nothing. I love day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he said this. This dude said I didn't taste gin. I, feel gr- I tasted I feel perfection. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should change that. I tasted truth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. over here. I my recipe is very similar to Dave's. It's very classic. But the one thing I wanted to do was because actually, uh, Rachel, I it dawned on me much later than it dawned on you that a martini is like the simplest thing, and you can always make it if you have gin and vermouth. And I was like, oh, what is like the easiest, laziest way I can make this? If I hate martini glasses and I actually don't like drinks up. And I literally was like, lazy, laziest martini possible. So it was just like, I, I Googled lazy martini. And what came up was Rosie Schapp had written an article for the Times uh, about easy summer lazy drinks. And a martini on the rocks was one of them. And, you know, it's it's all it is is gin, vermouth. You stir them with ice and then you're supposed to pour it over fresh ice. But I definitely didn't do that. I just poured it on ice. And I kind of imagine, Rachel, when you say like you make martinis at home, like, is it not Basically, this you just pour yeah gin and vermouth over ice and stir it. Put it's a lemon basically peel this. It. Yeah, it's basically yeah. this, and and that's why I kind of felt so. I drank, you know, your recipe and Dave's side by side, and they, <laughs> they both got the job done. I felt <laughs> I felt interesting afterward, but I but felt I felt like Dave's afterward. Dave's was like more interesting, you know, and like Chris's sort of hat like the lemon peel did nothing it was kind of just sitting there it was very ginny i think it was a little bit less vermouth and i was a little disappointed wow i mean that's why you're I, li- I, literally I you and i'm not i i i, I <laughs> I you 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 just use all the words that I could never come up with to describe perfectly my feeling of just <laughs> left wanting more you know, I wanted. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Because I this felt was... that your martini was like, you know, what it tasted like. Oh, that's a martini that's been watered down with ice cubes. What? It's sad. It's sad. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked. Chris by is this, stirring right now, very gently, counting out his stirs. I'm, I'm completely shocked by what I'm hearing right now. To be totally honest with you, I don't. This how is... much did you get an ice? That's what I don't understand. I just don't get it. Because trust me, I want nothing more to drink if I had to choose. Oh, lychee. Martini by Rachel, not a Christian well, martini. I, I, listen, I'm, I, I actually Rachel's am Rachel's tastes like a celebration of life, and yours tastes like, I hate oh, my life. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hate my life. I hate my job. I hate my situation. And Rachel's is like, you know what? Life is hard, <laughs> but I celebrate it. I, I declare victory in life. <laughs> That's what I think. Jesus Christ. Chris, what I are mean, your thoughts on your own recipe? Uh, well, when Dave puts it that way, I think he might be right. (laughs) I think he, I mean, jokes aside, that's exactly what's happening right here. Rachel was like, Rachel literally said, martinis came up on the wheel and I was like, let me do a fun martini and like, it'll be a cool, it'll be like a fun thing that we can drink. And my thing was like, how can I minimize the number of steps between an alcohol in the bottle and alcohol in my mouth? <laughs> it's like, it is exactly what Dave said. This is a sadness martini and Rachel's is a happiness martini. And listen, it, the only thing I will say in my defense is there is room in this world for both kinds yes. of martinis. There's a sadness martini where 
I just want to put ice in a glass and put some shit on it and then drink it. And there's a room in this world for lychee martini at Hakkasan and at, you know, 12 o'clock on a Tuesday, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you said it to me. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest here. What do we, what do, we do? You, everyone just stop listening to this podcast. Well, they're all, if they're playing along with the drinking game, they're probably they're wasted. pretty wasted right now. Martinis, martinis, martinis. You know martinis, what I mean? Martinis, 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 martinis. <laughs> Dave using the microwave. I didn't follow the recipe. I, I didn't, didn't follow, follow the recipe, recipe either. Right. Now everybody's wasted with us. Let's get to the voting here, guys. I think that we should just vote on who we think wins this recipe battle i think it's a I, listen we don't have to talk any further it's about the celebration of life and i think that's rachel <laughs> i you know what i i don't think that recipe is good i think rachel bringing it to the table is good that recipe the way it's written is not good i think john DeBerry's is the best written recipe of the three. Oh my god that's, i'm the tiebreaker john DeBerry's is great and clearly I, listen anyone that is listening to this they should make all yes, of them because yeah. they're all great and you should all feel you know, all the emotions of all three martinis. John DeBerry's <laughs> recipe is like a real professional, one of the greatest bar tenders America's ever produced. So it's clear that it's going to be awesome. We know that. I'm, I'm, I feel like this is like an NBA most valuable player conversation. Like, can someone be really good on a bad team, right? And still win MVP. I say yes. I say yes. And Chris is basically saying, like, you actually have to, like, win the NBA championship. Be a good I'm just great saying team. my I'm just saying my opinion of which of these is the best yeah, recipe. I, I say it's John the same DeBerry. thing. And I'm arguing that <laughs> you can be like Steve Nash winning the MVP a few years back on a losing team. I think this is a, a ground pork situation. I think we all brought great recipes to the table. But I think the Asian one should win. And I think that's mine. <laughs> but I agree with Rachel. I think that this is a, not even because it's Asian or anything like that. I think this this recipe genuinely makes you fucking giggle. makes you laugh. <laughs> it makes you be like, what? And it's like, oh, I like drinking this. You know? Cur so I, I'm, I'm, happy. Putting, I'm putting my vote with Rachel and, and, and I protest simultaneously because I'm saying John DeBerry has the better stats, better everything. I think this that is recipe maniacal. is awesome. And I think, I think all of these recipes are great. You should make all these martini recipes probably in one night, just like Chris and feel bad in the morning. It's worth it. <laughs> all right. So the lychee recipe, the lychee martini recipe, uh, from what is it from? Is it from Epicurious, Rachel? It's from Epicurious. from Epicurious, and it's actually requested. It's it's a restaurant from Kitty Chai Restaurant in New York, I believe, is where this recipe comes from. We should say uh, is the winner. I think you should make if you're going to make this recipe, you should listen to this podcast first and make some of those adjustments, uh, unless unless you want to drink 42 ounces of lychee martini. Yes. But yes, you do. Over my objections, it's a winner. Uh, we got some. Look, yeah, guys, you guys, basically guys. just said you wanted Jared Dudley to be MVP. We got more business to attend to here because the recipe wheel hit martinis last time and martinis was on the wheel four times. It opens up four slots on the wheel for new ingredients. And I believe the way we had Holy uh, discussed. Holy fuck. Wait, that's crazy. But you know what's more fucking crazy than this bonanza of recipe choice? I think Rachel's batting like 900 so i can give you the let me give you the quick updated numbers here across uh, the board with priya and brian and everybody where, where are we at priya krishna our oldest member our longest term tenured member of the recipe club the 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 oldest wedgie uh has a win loss record it says here of four wins and three losses it's pretty good Rachel Kong, uh, this most recent victory brings her uh, record to five wins and one loss. <gasps> what? Giving her an 833 win percentage, which I'm trying to fucking battle here, but Dave and his <laughs> celebration of life, Dave Chang, the newly life-celebrating man, won't come along with me. <laughs> Brian Ford uh, has a, um, I'll, I'll say it's respectable, uh, win-loss record of one win, three losses, and one draw, and uh, sitting down, tied down here at the bottom of the fucking barrel, Dave, 
uh, Christopher Ying and David Chang with <laughs> matching records of three wins, now 13 losses. <laughs> <laughs> and two two draws wow. i don't entirely know how that's mathematically possible that we've lost so many fucking times but uh the the, the numbers don't lie people chris and dave suck at the club they invented um now as for the wheel the way we have said this will work is that each of us will be allowed to add one item back onto the wheel to replace martinis the winner this week, Rachel, will add two items onto the wheel. Uh, are either of you guys prepared and ready with your item you want to throw on there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and as a sorry, as a as a primer here, currently on the wheel, we still have barbecue sauce, flatbread, mapo tofu, Jello meatballs, and canned tuna. Although Dave, we hit flatbread on the Brian Ford one. I yeah, we, oh, we got to change that. Pull that off. All right, so I get Rachel, three choices. Yeah, you Flapper's got three choices. Fall off this wheel. Rachel's got three choices yes. to put on here. Uh, Rachel, do you have anything? Just throwing out there. Yeah. Well, can I just say that I made a whole list, and maybe I'll just read it <laughs> out off first, and and then you guys can can go with yours. All right. And all, then, right all right. All right. And all then right. I'll decide. But I so I I broke them down into categories: things I love and want to <laughs> know how to use in other ways. Uh huh. Seaweed. Mm. Sumac. Okay. okay. Capers mm-hmm. and cucumber, which. <laughs> I love cucumbers and I can smell them from really far away. That's my my superpower, actually. The Avengers will be calling any day now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a power right next to Angry Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, things I'm curious about but rarely buy because I'm lazy slash don't have the best recipe for. Acorn or kabocha squash. Cornish mm. game hens. Mm. Or nopalis. Nopalis, interesting. Okay. And then things I want to eat and get recipe club to pay for. Dungeness <laughs> crab, caviar, uh-huh. and duck. And wild Alaskan salmon, actually. Restaurant things I miss and want to make at home. Sushi, pho, prime rib, slash Yorkshire pudding. Liquids I like but want to have s- specific purposes for. Molasses, liquid aminos, buttermilk. <laughs> and then um, things I never really liked but want to be convinced might be good. Bitter melon. <laughs> okay, interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> Did you not see that one coming? <laughs> Supplies, parchment paper, or sheet oh, pans. Interesting. interesting. Okay, okay, I, I, okay. Those are okay. all excellent, excellent. Wait, First lastly, of all... lastly, drinks. Margarita or Bloody Mary? Ooh, I love the Bloody Mary. I love it. Okay, first of all, somebody came here with a 100% expectation of winning. (laughs) (laughs) Like, unreal. I would say, if if I can voice my opinion, I think parchment paper, I would love to mess with. One of those two birds, Cornish game, hen, or duck. Everything else is a blur. I'm multiple martinis deep now. Rachel, make your first selection. Well... I'm going to pick seaweed. Seaweed it is. I have two choices that you guys can pick from also. I wanted to mess with frozen chicken nuggets Hmm. because I was like, I wonder if I can just use those to make General Tso's chicken. And cold noodles was the other thing I was craving recently. You guys got any preference in there? Well, I think I know Dave's, but I pick cold noodles. (laughs) Cold noodles. Cold noodles it is. Yes. Dave, pick something for your slot. Oh man, I'm really blanking here, and I don't think it's because of the alcohol. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with duck. Okay. All right, Rachie, well. fill us, fill, finish, finish the last okay, two. Okay, I'm us gonna here. do um, parchment paper and Bloody Mary. The new wheel has barbecue sauce, duck, mapa tofu, Jello, meatballs, canned tuna, seaweed, cold noodles, parchment paper, and Bloody Mary. This is a very good meal uh, of death. I would just be so happy with anything. And, and you know, speaking of which, maybe we just name, rename it after that lychee martini. We don't call it the wheel of death anymore. <laughs> we call it the wheel of life. It's yeah. the wheel, wheel of life. life. Here's the wheel of life, except it's going to land on Jello for sure. Here we go. Spinning. Oh, my Duck. gosh. Oh, my. <gasps> no. And tuna. Oh, that's okay. 
Yeah, I'm excited for Cantuna, honestly, guys. So that's uh, <laughs> my God, we are. What the fuck episode's... are we gonna do with Cantuna? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you my recipe. I'm telling you right now. I'm doing vitella, vitella tonato. Done. Oh, or it, it might be pork. I'm making a tonato sauce with Cantuna. Fifty-one <clears throat> percent Cantuna. Interesting. Just that yeah. Out there. Yeah. Just, you'll see. You'll see how it's fifty-one percent. Don't worry. Out there. Okay. So that's I might do a, tuna, tuna, and tuna sauce. Oh there. my gosh. That's our uh, that's our episode here. If you guys played the drinking game with us, I'm really sorry. Good luck. Martinis, martinis, martinis. As always, check out our social channels, Recipe Club on Instagram, the Recipe Club Podcast Facebook group, uh, where you can share comments, photos, and videos, argue about this unending debate over what constitutes an eggplant recipe, and send your thoughts to Recipe Club at majordomomedia.com. Uh, give us five stars and subscribe. Yes. And if we fall in the podcast. rankings, if we fall in the rankings on, tr- uh, on, uh, on our podcast, I don't know if we're going to continue with the Recipe Club. That's on you, yeah. listeners. We're done. If this thing, if this thing trails behind whatever those we were, other we podcasts were eight. are, good. we were eight. We were whole, told by our producers we're number eight. We dropped from one to eight, and uh, it's uh, that's not on us. That's on you guys. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna stop making this. <laughs> Step up not... your game, listeners. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Tell your friends. Uh, get your whole family. Rate us five stars. Tell your family and friends about Recipe Club. Tune in next week for a special episode on okra with Priya Krishna and Rachel Kong. I'm out. I'm done with Recipe Club. (laughs) Unless we get back to number one, Dave is never coming back unless you guys boost our our podcast back to the top of the charts here. Go drink uh, uh, a lychee martini or lychee. And uh, if you want to temper that with sadness, then drink Chris's. Give us five stars. (laughs) Five stars, please.